It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 689. What's happening, guys? What's going on? Happy Monday. Morning, Shannon. Uh, thank you, uh, Tommy. I don't know if people who are pre who haven't listened to the pre-show rambling would understand the morning, Shannon. They don't need to, Josh. They don't it's need a, to, mate. You have to join us in the uh, the live chat. We do it. Uh, if it's two in, get in. Yeah, yeah. YouTube.com forward slash the Daily Talk Show, and uh, you can turn on the notification bell. So when we go live, you get a push notification. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> we've got an exciting <laughs> announcement. Another one. We can't. Have, are you just the announcements guy? Yeah, Yesterday you're the chores I'm, guy. Yeah. So the chores are going well, but I just I think we did a few things up in the air. A few announcements. Just, just quickly. Sorry, just yeah. quickly on the chores thing. Mm-hmm. I am getting a little bit sick and tired of the Instagram stories. Well, just unfollow him. It's only it's his account. It's not the Daily Talk Show. <laughs> the, if you don't like the, the engagement, uh, the uh, but the that's actual- me. I I like you. Imagine people that. <laughs> It's a but good maybe. point. It's a good point. Y- your feed has been pretty loose in the past, Josh. Like a y- long time ago, it was pretty loose. I've always been the, the follower. I've always, so do you think un- that I've gotten too <clears throat> loose again? Am I loose now? Or? No, it's, it's quite curated though. Like it was mm. loose screenshots and fucking... Remember all the shit you used to post? <laughs> yeah. Someone <laughs> s- texted Bree and said that... Uh, like one of her friends and said that we have become hipster, which I took That you a, and Bree have? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, wh- wh- why would Belinda they say said that? that as well? When you were yeah, walking absolutely. home the other night with um, mm-hmm. what are we drinks or whatever in the box? Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, you know what it is? I think it's just a uh, you know um, late twenties couple that doesn't have kids. They're just living a good life, and now it's like people want to throw shade. It's like you have time to walk to a bottle and mm. take some <laughs> selfies on the way home. It could have been the Fitzroy <laughs> element, maybe. Yeah, but that's just your place of residence. To be honest, what, it's uh, what's going on in the in the comments. Is that Georgie boy? Uh, am I meant to uh, know what that means? No, because Shannon said morning GB, uh, okay. and then she and said, "Ha ha, know what that means, Grace." And you yeah. know what that means, Grace. Yeah. Look, it's a bit in. If you don't know, you've got, got to go to YouTube. In the chat. Yeah, um, there is so, a lot happening. So, Sevs, I, I, I know you're trying to delay this announcement because it involves work from your end. So, let's we'll talk about the Instagram story stuff a little bit longer. Um, okay. It's had huge, huge retention rates in Has regards it? to people viewing. How many views per story? No, I, don't, I don't like to give out my numbers, but let's just say <laughs> over 600. <laughs> over 600? Over 600, really? yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, but I think there's it's a lot of... It's not near TJ's 800, but... Well, that was that was a bug. Could, yeah, it could have been a glitch. I mean, but hang on, we, wait. We, we'll, we'll wait till tomorrow because it might be a glitch on your content. But you know what? Or as Seb says, Seb's is the uh, oracle telling us to rein back content, specific well, ideas. The bit that, that Seb's isn't considering is hate following. I reckon I've got 90% of my followers are hate followers. <laughs> Just people who fucking... Can you believe yeah, no, this guy? He doesn't like... He thinks he is some top dog because he's making dinner. It's disgusting. So you think <laughs> you've done, you've done like a lot that. of favours for people. So it is mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's when people come into our Friday night drinks mm-hmm. and there's, you know, uh, 50 people on there. They're not leaving. They want to leave at some point, but they're not because they're like, fuck, if I leave, I'm going to be seen to be the person that left. You've done too many favours. No one's going to unfollow you. I, um, yeah, I mean, don't get that fuck. Have you been pushed the ad where it's like some girl saying um, that she, she's got one of those pr- plugins that tell you who's following, who's yeah, unfollowing? Yeah. 
very I'm getting very a lot dangerous. of soft porn uh, targeted on our daily talk show Instagram. I don't know really? what you mean, dude. So a if lot of learned, oh, in ex- in explore. If no, not in explore. Learned, it's actually in the Insta stories. Like when you flick through, oh, no. I'm getting a lot of people in underwear and stuff. I don't know. I so times. If anything, remember when I was saying that I was being pushed stuff and and, and you guys weren't getting it. Mm. So what are you looking at? But I'm not. I think it's actually. I think it's coming from one of you guys because we've done. No, something. but we worked it out. We worked it out that it's not. It, my device is not. Like it's my device is the. Uh, isn't that what dictates? Like I don't know. It, you, what you see on your device and my device is different, even in the same account. Can you well, comment for me, TJ? I'm, I want to see if you're in which which sync is it. What's the is it is, okay. is, is audio or video out of sync, guys? We're trying to work it out and then I can adjust. Clap one more time for me, TJ. Is this All right, I'm going to clap. It's like it's hard to tell. These are I the ads I'm being pushed. Slightly first. Okay. All right. I'll give them a little bit more of an audio delay. Um, I'm being yeah. pushed a bunch of ads on, on a, like a, what is it, a winch? For like four winch? by fours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's on the Daily Talk Show. Yeah, exactly. Shit, yeah. I've been looking up some winches, boys. No. Um, <laughs> hey. Just uh, on sort of, you know, I think it's like something to do with the timing. Like mm-hmm. if you're just seeing, like there's a lot more people posting shit, posting mm-hmm. photos, getting into the old photos, sharing, trying to like sponsor. throwbacks. Sponsoring to get people to start following new pages. I'm surprised people are even still spending money on that shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting like some, you know, heaps of life coaches and stuff. But I got a text this morning and it was from DHL Info. And it says, your package has been returned to the sender. You must pay an additional $4.65 for your return of your package. I was thinking, oh, shit, hang on. We've got a package on the way. Is that yeah, my, is that me? from FedEx. And then, uh, yeah, then I realized it was a FedEx. But it's a t- complete scam, dude. But, man, they've done it well. And Amy got a text over the weekend <clears throat> from the ATO, or what mm-hmm. seemed like the ATO, saying you're eligible for the once-off $750 payment. And she signs it, like goes into the link, goes to it, and it is just, it's my gov. Like it is identical. It's got even the drop down to show like different banks that you could be with. There is some seriously good scams going at the moment. Be careful. I just got another, I got one on Skype. If I click a link on Skype, like someone sends me a link, is is there anything that can happen, JJ? Like if it's just some random link? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, could it do something to my computer even if I just click it? Mm -hmm. Because I like to think that, like, my phone, if I click it on my phone, it's not going to sort of, you know, it's not like a computer. Or is that wrong? I mean, you just want to avoid all that stuff. Because the other thing, too, is sometimes they're just testing to see if there's a a person actually opening. So, if you open it, they're like, okay, we've got this active person on Skype. Yeah. And then you could potentially be targeted again. The weird thing is, though, this is where it's like they play on coincidences like the DHL thing if you had a, d- a package through DHL that was coming mm-hmm. you'd be like oh shit that I must have to pay well or there's also were- different things like on Sunday <coughs> we got a Oz post like that never happens mm. on sun- Sunday Oz post did a big delivery yep. at our building Grace yeah, had the Saturday, exact same thing Saturday here Sunday we got a delivery, delivery from so why, why is that happening I, I, maybe they're backlogged maybe it's mm. snail mail's picking up again but um, yeah Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So, here's the coincidence to the Skype person who sent me the link. Obviously, their account, I think, has been hacked. But it was, it's the guy who I said on yesterday's episode had coronavirus. And so, I'm thinking, 
fuck, I've mentioned him on the show. I never said his uh-huh. name. I just said his initials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I and get so this Skype sent, message. So this is your mate who's a contact of you on Skype who's been yep. compromised and then they've they've sent, a, sent me a link a to something. I haven't yep. clicked that one though. I've clicked mm-hmm. the other ones on my phone and I paid for the $4.65. So I hope I get my package. I think that will happen a lot. <laughs> but um, no, it's good. I mean, it is good with like uh, – Instagram and stuff like they're tracking. It's like when I tried to get um, Danielle's <laughs> IP address and I got blocked. So you know they are they are working on, yeah. on getting that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so so the Insta stories. To be clear, I'm going to continue to go hard. What's your think, account? Follow you yeah, or don't? Exactly. Yeah. And so the thing Seems- is that I don't even give a fuck anymore. Like I used to when I was like going back a week. Uh, I used to look <laughs> at who was. Look at like who was falling off, and then I created these great narratives around. I'm just not entering into any of it anymore. Like I've had too many no, wasted Friday I don't Friday believe. Night dude, you've been doing that since I met you. <laughs> I'm always amazed. You're like, yeah, I saw you. You even called me once because I didn't see you. I don't. George, why doesn't your mum follow me on Instagram though? I just want to get that. But that was from last week. Doesn't she? Which one? Like her no. personal account or the book yeah. room? No, no, personal. Both. I will say Personal? you guys have two great DPs. Two new great DPs. Oh, oh thank thanks. you. I mean, the problem with my display picture is um, that I was used to the black and white one, which created a bit of a dis- uh, differentiation between the daily talk show and my personal. And so this morning when I was posting a throwback, I posted it first on my personal one and so I need to like I need to get into a new sort of um, muscle memory around which account I'm in. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Georgia does look great. And uh, yeah, George looks like a with, model. You went it with the one good. from yeah. yesterday's app, Josh, which was mm. good. Well, I it's also got Bree to take a photo of me, and I wanted to I wanted it to have the aesthetic of like a star now sort of um, <laughs> that, look. That's what I thought. The, yeah. the, the photo of you at the end. I was going to mm-hmm. comment saying, "Is this your star now?" Uh, picture. <laughs> yeah. So the, the way that you do a star now photo is you need to be lower than the photographer. Uh, you need to bring your sort of your body, your head forward, uh, and so you're creating a bit of depth. And you just sort of yeah, it, it, it works is that quite to, well. Is that, to, hang on. is that to get jaw? So is that is that why you? Yeah, you want to. Yeah, you sort of like it's, defining it's really that like neck the, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and it's just the other thing too. But is you don't want to go too far. Like nah. Well, Jules Lund taught me that you you bring your tongue to the roof of your mouth and it just defines you. Like mm. just so without. Hang on, let's see. So, so this is just normal. This is just me, just being my usual ugly self. And then watch. I'm a model. It doesn't do much. Can you do it, TJ? I want to see what. No tongue. So normal, ugly self. Tongue. Model, you see, yeah, it's like definitely you can see slight movement, but it's I mean, so George, you're not going to see shit. Yours is going to go from model to ice addict with your. You know, <laughs> just give it a go, though. No tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't do it. Absolutely um, not. I got a small so, tongue. I think that's yeah. my problem. You got a small yeah. tongue? Is that like a? How fact? do you know that? Sh- short tongue syndrome. Have you actually... No, hang on, hang on. Oh, wow. That is oh tiny. Go to the side. Go to the side. Turn the side profile. <laughs> yeah, turn, yes. He's sung, his tongue oh is coming God. out. That's maybe so two tough. centimetres out of his mouth. It looks like a sn- little snail. Yeah. You've got the smallest oh, tongue. 
TJ's got a real fat tongue. <laughs> but yeah, That's because I, I put it together like I was tensing it together. I heard something. What was that? It was a news report of a, a kid that's so um, swallowed their tongue. What's what's the deal with swallowing your tongue? I you don't know. You'd have this? to have a long uh, tongue. George has like, got no... Pr- <laughs> yeah, that's why they put you in. Um, that's why they put you in recovery position on the side. If you're that's what Bree does after like my ODing. Friday night drinks, she always puts me in <laughs> recovery position before I go to bed. So yeah, so it'd be if yeah. you were unconscious and then your tongue blocked your airway. Like it'd be, yeah. it seems weird when you're sort of conscious because it's a muscle that you just sort of stick it down. You're not really. Yeah. You must be passed out. Something must have gone pear shaped. Mm-hmm. To swallow your tongue. Yeah. yeah, well, I just thought it was it like, what does that actually mean? Does it mean that it sort of flips? It, it must, yeah. It's it just blocking much? the airway. You can't yeah. actually. Yeah, you're not. You're not swallowing. Sw- yeah, so you're not swallowing it. It's just like when you're unconscious or whatever, it can block your airway. Mm-hmm. But you, you're Unless not actually. It, yeah. You're not choking on. I, I guess you sort of are. I guess you are. Yeah. Yeah. Where does the tongue actually start? Oh God, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I did see someone. Um, uh, so <clears throat> underneath your tongue, you've got the the bit that sort of connects it. Mm. Um, I was at a party the other month, last month, and someone put their tongue, they were like, oh, I've got this thing where I've got too much skin. So it's attached from like the tip of the tongue to the bottom of my mouth. Oh, wow. And I can't like, oh. I can't put my tongue back. It's, it was, and I hadn't thought about it. I was like, it's just, it was just born like that. Like. Too much skin connected and so couldn't pull their tongue back or stick it out that far like you, George. Maybe you have the same thing. Can you put your tongue up to your top of your mouth? No, he's all right. No, no, he's, he's got good clearance. Right. No, yeah. right. I think you're all right. I, I think know. your tongue's actually <laughs> right, fine. It's just we're not used to seeing it, really. Sevs, can we sort of see yeah. your your tongue? Do you want side front? Show me how you work it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh Jesus. Holy Fuck. shit. Can you touch oh, your nose? Wow. You'd be able to touch your this nose is for huge. sure. Can you touch your oh. nose? Oh, this is... Oh, no. Can you do that? It's that was like a Jim Carrey like mouth act. Can you do that one that's more ridiculous. time? Three, two, one, go. Oh my god, that's oh. impressive. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, got, oh. George, can you can you do like it? a just horse try, touch? Just try touch. Just try touch your chin. No, you can't. He's a little. <laughs> no, he's literally <laughs> just got the lip lip of his mouth. <laughs> um, so the so the big announcement is in regards to VIP Gronks. We've yep. um, we've done a bad job in regards to communicating with them, and so starting today, we are moving to WhatsApp. Mm. It's happening. Yeah. Look, the the SMS thing didn't work um, that well. Well, you and gave so us a huge bill because you messaged Grace nonstop using that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that we what don't happened? even get dividends or anything from <laughs> that, that investment? <laughs> write it off as a tax. It was, um, it was slightly... Yeah, surely. the SMS company was also that one that was annoying with its customer service and I nearly yeah. got someone fired. So, yeah. we're moving away from that and um, yeah, WhatsApp's going to be the um, mm-hmm. the platform to message on. And a so lot of people have it anyway. So, yeah. But if you don't, download it um, and we'll, you've signed up for the VIP Gronks. Mm-hmm. So, we'll, um, we'll add you to the list and send you a message. It's going to be big. Like we're completely, like we're putting a lot of effort into making it right. It's going to be great. There's going to be back and forth talking. There's going to be WhatsApp blasts, broadcasts. Like, hey guys, we're live right now. Or, hey, we're doing this limited run merch. Uh, if you buy it in the next hour, you get something limited edition. Mm. Free stickers and stuff. 
It's if you uh, message right now, George will send a pic of his tongue. Yeah, we could, <laughs> yeah, we could definitely be like, tongue send picks. a photo of your tongue and you get a mug sent to you. That could be send fun. Send a phone. I, I don't, <laughs> no? Do we not Probably like not. that? No. I mean, it's, it's verging on, that's verging on like, send us a photo of your feet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, not uh, okay? Well, no. I mean, I don't want to be on a WhatsApp that's just receiving tongues. Well, maybe maybe we can start a OnlyFans <laughs> and get people to send us their uh, feet pics and then put them on OnlyFans and then start oh, really making oh, some yeah. cash. You know, oh, yeah, what about like the- a collage? <laughs> Shannon says, only ha, ha, yes." Just- no, that's not to tongue pics. <laughs> huh? You sure? That's, Have I got yeah, my- yeah. Have I got sure my wires crossed again? <laughs> Uh, no, maybe, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so Grace uh, that's, is gross. Okay. That's a good announcement. Yeah, it's I think that'll be fun. And so... Um, uh, but yeah, what, WhatsApp going. is great because, I mean, it's we're not going to have the problem with the SMS is you got like international numbers and stuff and it's annoying mm-hmm. to send through photos. But now like, you know, you're able to easily attach like audio or video or photos. So if we're doing... Yeah, like, it's great. If, you, if, if like Friday night drinks and you want to send us through a photo, you can just WhatsApp it to us and it's... Mm-hmm. It's easy, but be yeah, tasteful. Good. And then we can uh, yeah. we can tell people we're going live on uh, the Zoom call for Friday exactly. night drinks an hour before, and then Polina could be like, "Guys, I don't have the link." And so that like, was Check the whole spam. <laughs> the other thing yeah, too yeah. that we're going to implement is a better email system. So what will happen is we'll give you an email address. So it's probably going to be something like VIP at thedailytalkshow.com. We haven't set it up yet, but you'll be able to whitelist that email address so it doesn't go into your promotions. In saying yep. that, we'll also be pushing everything to WhatsApp. It's good. Um, so you're not going to miss out on anything. Exactly. It's going to be huge. The merch stuff I'm excited about. Short run merch that you can buy will be good. Um, I watched that uh, Cassie uh, Cocaine Casey or whatever oh, yeah. it was. Cassie. Cassie. Anyone else watched that? Cocaine Cassie. No. It was on 60 no. Minutes. Yeah. She's she's the Aussie who got done for smuggling coke in in uh, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Or South America. And um, she uh, she just needs some cash, guys. Needs some cash. Pretty annoying, isn't it? Really annoying. So what's how she up to years? now? Where is she? Well, in so she, she, was doing, she was doing a sentence. I don't know how long it was for, but um, after three... Six or, years. Uh, so she was meant to do six years. After two years, 11 months, 21 days, she was let out based on the, this um, coronavirus stuff. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Mm. There's a guy who... Um, oh, six, nine... We've talked about him on yeah. this show before. The rapper, rapper, he's serving the rest of his sentence in um, home detention mm. uh, for the. It's probably only like three or four more months. Just in but this it's because of the coronavirus. Yeah, his lawyers <laughs> said, "Hey, uh, young Hernandez has uh, has um, asthma, and it's you know oh, no. it's compromising him being in jail, potentially getting coronavirus. Mm. So now he's at home." Have I mean the thing with this? Um this Cassie person was, they accused her of lying a lot. She's a big liar. Have you guys ever experienced someone that is actually like an A-grade, completely nuts liar? Uh, Only, I mean, if you've still got one in your life and you're above the age of 18, just prioritise your friends a bit more. Did you ever lie to AJ? Were you a liar growing up? Oh, I mean, of course, of course, I lied at points. It depends. It's like, what do they say that uh, lying when you're young is a sign of uh, intelligence? But I'm not saying that's for me. But I, <laughs> like, I definitely don't. You re- have you not heard that? 
Uh, sounds like something you, a lie would say, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, children, children lying, sign of intelligence. Uh, I get also it. It, make, it does know, make sense. Kicking if, dogs as a kid. Also kicking, uh, the not point is, it makes sense if you're a toddler or, or like you're quite young because that's, you've that's got the saying. emotions think, to be able to think mm. about stuff and preempt things happening. So you, yeah, exactly. And so like I'm, I think about it for having Bodhi and seeing what how what he does and it's like it's smart if you can work out that's why i was like super impressed when he got into our room locked the door got netflix going but he understood that if he locked the door i couldn't get in to stop him watching netflix and i was like fucking hats off to you kid that's good three you know but no i i had a kid that his name is michael he's no longer with us but he lived across the road from me and he was an absolute compulsive liar like so bad, dude. Just talk Shannon so says pathological much. Pathological liar. Yeah. What sort of stuff would he just say? It was just about everything. About oh, mum's got this, or like, just just an app. Like it was. He was known as the liar. There wasn't one thing. It was always just lying. But like as as I'm older, he was someone who was from a pretty hard upbringing. Mm. Lived in commission flats. His mum had zero dollars. Mm-hmm. And he had no money and horrible dental hygiene. Like, I just feel like looking back, I'm like, he got a pretty raw end of the deal. And mm-hmm. I wonder if that lying came from a place of pain and understanding of his situation, mm-hmm. like subconsciously, not even like, I, I, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I've got no money or like we're, we're in poverty, but just like it's a protective mechanism based mm-hmm. on trying to escape using lying. That's mm-hmm. right. Like, yeah, I even remember having, um, like, we had a kid that lied so much and was so naughty that the um, the teacher actually like called us all in to talk about the kid and being like, "Hey, he's got it really rough at home. Like, yeah, yeah. this is why he behaves this way. Like, let's all work as a class together." Which is a pretty, that's pretty crazy. Mm. Grace I mean, in the live chat says uh, a friend from year eight was the biggest liar. We caught her out on so many times, but she still denied it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I think there is a point, right? It has to stop at some point. Like that's what I'm saying. If you get past eighteen, when you actually are in, you're working. You know, shit starts to get a bit more real. So what is lying about where you've been, being out? Like as a kid, you know, like oh, where were you? Could oh, you I was just down the shops. Like, no, the... I was down the drains. Yeah, graffiti, and so that's like you know? a different mm. one. That's like a protective mechanism, so you don't get in trouble from your parents. That's all I did. I was but only you know, ever hear, just probably trying to divert someone pretending like they had a past career, or you hear those stories of the people oh. that completely made up their CV. You, speaking of making up your CV, my you about to tell us <laughs> my <laughs> no, mate, run the you banner. Have a CV. My 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 assistant principal at high school lied on his CV and said he had a master's. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, I don't know, he didn't have a master's. It turned out he worked at master's. (laughs) (laughs) Bunnings alternative. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so anyway, so everyone everyone found out about it and they they obviously sacked him and then it got plastered all around school that he didn't have a master's. And so people were like tearing sheets down, trying to like hide it all up. It was a big cover up. Like I don't even know if it's in the news. Mm. I thought about I thought about lying yesterday. I thought about what I would have lied if a police pulled me over when I was driving, and and I was going to my parents' place, um, and had to get some stuff, 
that was a lie. Didn't have to get anything. Wanted to just go over there. Anyway, um, here we go, exclusive. But I was like, what if the cops pulled me over? I don't think I'd have a problem in saying, uh, I'm just going to drop some stuff off to my parents who are, you know, in their 70s. Uh-huh. Like, is that is that bad? Like, yeah. at this level? Well, that's like, I don't even you... know what the rules are. Like, when I've been going and taking photos, am I, like, am I better off... Uh, having a fight about that I'm media like I had with Brie the other week <laughs> I'm media. or am I better off pretending like I'm going for a walk yeah definitely the I, walk you reckon yeah yeah I mean the honest honest just say I'm a you know I'm, I'm a creative I'm sort of jumping around the I'm jumping up what do you what's the phrase I'm jumping up I'm hit, I'm jumping around the walls or jumping you know just like I'm parkour I'm, no, so no, itching at home. to get out and yeah, oh, like okay, itching yeah, to get sure. out. I need to take. I need to create. I well, I'd already created the story where I was going to be like, mate, I was in lockdown before any of you, and now I want my out. Like I had like my whole. Like I was just going to be disgusted. All right, Josh, what's the what's the difference in say you're a great storyteller to your own mind. Mm-hmm. The narrative you spin on something that you don't know is factual, but you can just, you know, we all do it, right? You see mm-hmm. something, you make a connection. It's like you make up the story. Essentially, if that is incorrect, you've lied to yourself. Mm. Well, that's and the so thing. it's the it's the all for content thing. Sevs has always like when I get off like a show because I, I go hard at Sevs, he'll normally say that's not exactly how I didn't say those exact words. Or for instance, when I texted, like I've got to be careful about my over exaggeration. So when uh, Trump said uh, over the weekend, he said, like, the world was going to end. Did he? Could have ended if he if wasn't, wasn't president. president. Yeah. And so <laughs> I took it I out mean, of context. I mean, we don't know if that's true or not. Could yeah, be true. It's true. Could not be true. But the thing is that, like, um, Sevs loved it. And then I started to panic. I'm like, have I over Sevs, was, was the story that I told as good as the reality of watching it? Absolutely, yeah. That was, it was okay, spot on. That was, that was a great... Okay. I was so pumped when you said that. <laughs> so I had um, to go find it and it, and it lived up to the expectations. Well, that's yeah. good because I could have... There's been a few times where I've probably been hyperbolic on something and then someone watches it and goes, well, that's not really what happened, was it? Uh, Bodhi, this is, this is a secondhand story from Amy. I'm, I'm, I kind of am glad that I wasn't there to experience this, but Amy picked up Bodhi from daycare the other day and um, there's a, another mother that was there. And Bodhi said to this woman who is kind of probably you know tipping the higher end of the scales he said to her straight out why are you big <laughs> and amy's amy just said she fucking was like oh no and this and the sweet woman said because i like cakes and sweets <laughs> and then amy jumped nice. in and said no that's because we're adults Bodie." <laughs> But the woman owned it. But Bodhi had just come straight out. And oh, said, that's why you, great. Amy's, why Amy's reply is great. Well, yeah, because... But then Bodhi could... said, no, I mean, why is she so fat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think he, I think oh, he yeah, did. It's a nightmare. Like, I mean, just... being kids, it's very hard to... I mean, so then what's the conversation afterwards about it? Nothing. I mean... The lady has two kids and, you know, probably gets it that there's no filter. It's mm-hmm. just spitting truth. It's just seeing what it is. Spade for a spade. So in the comments, Lara says, subconsciously perhaps low level of self-esteem could lead to people to lie about things. I had a friend yeah. that lied a lot. I think that's why she did it unknowingly. 
Uh, Gray says, yeah, Lara, uh, people want others to like them slash accept them, so lie about things. I mean, that's the whole catfish thing, right? Because I've, oh. the catfish thing, you think like, okay, you are spinning this story, but then eventually, like, it's all going to come out that you're not the person that you're pretending to be. But it's yeah. the... It's the thing at the time of thinking I've got this person that I like or that I could potentially um, – I don't have the self-confidence to think that they would want to talk to me, talking to yeah. me. Yeah, I mean – and then the pain of living with a lie. Like I think if – you can't think that these people don't have a conscience. Like the guy I was talking about, Michael, he took his own life probably three years ago. Mm-hmm. The guy must have been in so much pain, like living with – not saying just that he there was definitely some mental ill health happening but living with the uh, the knowledge that everything you're saying is actually a lie oh there was a fucking con artist that i worked with actually his name was ken Fuck, ken Sounds what like a, a piece of shit what he managed <laughs> the gym he managed the gym that i was working at and i knew the owner the owner gave me the job he was the sweetest man ever and um and then he employed this guy ken who started managing it but he just talked a big game and then i went over to his house because he got this car and i was like fuck it i love this it was like a datsun they turbocharged it. it's old school i went to his house and i walked in and i saw shit from the gym there i was like there's those cushions that were out the back there's that painting that was like in the storeroom and i didn't really put two and two together I just like, oh, that's from the gym. He's the manager. Maybe he's just like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, it turned out he had been absolutely fleecing the shit out of this. Oh. He'd been telling members who needed to renew their membership. Sorry, um, FPOS is broken. Could you go, go down and get cash? He bought a oh. motorbike and he was living this complete lie. Here's the fucked up bit. We found out that he was in Shepparton, of all places. <laughs> this was before I moved there. He... He was going for another job and put the the gym as a referral and this company called the gym and said yeah can you just tell us about ken and he's like sorry ken where's ken where are you (laughs) oh my god he was just he was a compulsive liar like as an adult he was an absolute piece of shit and he was a con artist absolute con artist so i guess that's the adult version of a big fat liar I mean, um, giving job, like references, has anyone had to give a referral to someone? Oh, I did the other day, actually. Really? Did you? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I had to um, be a reference for this girl, Sean, who I used to work with. Um, and I was so nervous on the phone. Like, the guy actually asked... Uh, you I was weren't going like, for the job, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She was, going, she was going for the job, and I was just like, he was asking me all these questions, and I was like... Yeah, she's great. She's a great worker. And then he actually asked me, he said, you guys aren't, uh, you're not dating or anything, are you? I'm like, <laughs> no. I haven't seen her for like a year. I'm like, oh, how much is she paying you for this? I was like, Jesus. <laughs> what? I was just like, this every, every answer I get. Yeah, you should have said, like 10 did your mum cheat on your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, mate, she's great. She's a great worker. That's it. Like, what else do you want me to say? It was like a marketing director for a startup, uh, tech startup or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, just a bit loose, just haven't, haven't got and, their HR dialed in. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, so anyway, I think she got the job. Haven't spoken I, to her since. <laughs> I tell you, Josh, uh, we've used both of uh, we've used this same person on our uh, on our um, job applications. Jules Lund, always a great one. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to come he through with a good, charismatic and talk a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did a good pump up. Yeah, you got a job out of it, or at least yeah, at Inva- got a Invarto, successful it was the, uh, Yeah, he, he gave a, a good little pump up. Yeah, yeah how, I mean, how much can Josh you, Jansen like, doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a weird, yeah. I mean, referrals or I mean, job interviews in general are dumb. Yeah. I mean, George, when was the last time you had a job job interview? I don't. I actually don't think I've ever. Oh no, I've had one. Yeah, I've had one job interview. Um, didn't get it. But the first <laughs> yeah. job interview. Do you think you interview well? Had, no, 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 I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first job interview I ever had was when I was uh, probably 13 and it was for a bakery and the guy, the boss of the bakery, we were standing out in the car park. He was wearing full paintball gear because he'd just come from paintball. Like <laughs> and he just said, when can you start, mate? I was like, oh, I mean, when I'm 14 after school, I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Come, come in whenever then. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Haven't had one since, apart from the one I didn't get. <laughs> that is so. so how have you got your jobs though? Because you've had, you have, you've you've got a job at the moment. Yeah. Uh, how did I get that one? That one. That I applied for it, and then they said, "Nah, you don't want this job. It's not. It's not for you." Oh, really? But we'll call you back when there's something. We'll call you back when what there's something. What was the better. job that you were going for? I can't even remember. It was like. I was just moving down to Melbourne and um, and I was just applying for shit. And um, <laughs> Is that why you reached out to Full Stack Films? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just reply, you know, just fucking applying for absolute yeah. anything, shit. Anything. Yeah. Just dog falls. Yeah, Scraping the barrel, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just some like production role in like some agency and they said, nah, you, you don't want this, mate. Um, but when there's some editing stuff, we'll call you. I and think that that's, that's a, a nice thing to happen, right? To be yeah, said, it was hey, nice. you're not right for this role, but we like you so much. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then that's how it's, they um, they called me back when the other editor got hit by a car. Oh, that's right. So, uh, yeah. And and where were you that night, George? <laughs> Just driving. driving. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It was actually my birthday and I was uh, at the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> And I was, yeah. uh, couldn't answer the phone because I was too pissed. No, you've got a real good story <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he took his car to the Melbourne Cup. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're thinking it was him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, TJ, you, have you had any job interviews? No. I, so, I, um, I had... What I'm have proud, I had? I've just been uh, playing with your sync, by the way, 250 I know, I milliseconds. I think it's actually better now. So. Oh, good. Um, so... The gym where I worked at, I walked in and handed my resume to the owner and he pretty much gave me the job on the spot, which was nice. Um, but I think it's because I walked in and I was, you know, trying to assume confidence and and uh, connected and shook his hand well. Is that assume uh, confidence I, like you did on the O-Week video? <laughs> is definitely. Definitely. It's 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 uh, confidence that is not necessarily behind behind the, you know, facade of Maybe confidence. it's the, the faux enthusiasm, which is like... Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, we're at Monash for O week. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. You need a little bit of that. It helps you just sort of shake the the nerves, if anything. Um, but there's a line. You don't want to be too confident. But other than that, I, um, the radio job. 
all the other ones have been um, because I've I've had to put in some kind of work that shows that I can that I'm capable for the job. But then like a testing those, period. Yeah, well, but you never know you're getting the job. So you go in and you test with, you know, there was, um, uh, who was there? The old mate from Big Brother, the um, orange hair, long hair. Michael was there. Marty Smiley was there. Nat Harris, who we've had on the show. And we're doing a testing where we're just talking about breaks. I think I told the story of how I shat myself on a on a boat. Always got to get in there. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one. And then the, they say there's no jobs that will come from this necessarily, but you are that the people that story. we're looking at. <laughs> Yeah, there's no jobs that are coming from this, but you are the people who are looking at if jobs do come up. And then you get an email saying, are you keen on this? But then you've got to go and do more testing and test like to the show, testing with Candy. Keegs actually recorded the testing that Candy and I did. Keegs oh, was on right. the show recently. So it's, um, yeah, that's kind of bizarre. But um, yeah, it's the Matt Mullenweg, your mate, Josh, from, uh, from Auckland from wordpress yeah, yeah. he um he doesn't live in walkley but you flew no, but, over there yeah, to yeah. interview him mm -hmm. um he he has about 1200 people that he uh, employs it's a what is it a um, automatic dispersed dispersed workforce distributed workforce mm -hmm. it's not remote working because remote implies there's a central location for people to work from and you're just not there and so he calls it distributed and he said that he hires people sometimes without even meeting them. He hires them over email. So he, he sees how they write back to him. He gets them in Slack, right? You know, speaking with them in Slack. So he's testing, testing them without even meeting them. That's yeah. a fascinating concept. Like, mm. imagine well, if you're hiring chat someone on Slack the whole time. You might as well make sure they're good at it. Well, yeah, the, yeah. That's the that is the hard skill. It's the hole. They they're digging the hole right there. How good's mm -hmm. the hole? Um, but I mean, the new like think about moving forward. I was even saying to you, George, uh, we we hope that you can be with us for the next eight years on our ten year journey. But like your Georgie yeah. Boy uh, Hump Day replay is the best show reel. Is the best like uh, yeah. piece of content to send to a, a future employee because you get to see you. You're funny as shit. You wrote it. You're creative. You you know it's like that is the way around it. I've always gone for like creating a video that speaks directly to the people that are offering the job and trying to just always do something that some someone else isn't going to do and most mm. people won't create it a lot of people probably create videos now but it's like how can you create something you know send, was, but then you can yeah. when i was younger i thought that and, i was yeah. i feel like to that point i feel like um i remember i applied for the rove work experience and like oh, rove did work sick. experience or whatever and so I made a video and I was so um, obnoxious as a kid <laughs> that I thought that the reason why they didn't pick me was because my production value was too high. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I better see I mean, what year well. was this? It just seems like a, yeah. this, it was 2007. I've still got yeah. the video. Yeah. It was, I was 17 oh, at the time. <laughs> but, um, but where I did mean, you do... Um, wait, uh, Sevs, did you do work experience? Yeah, I did work experience at a SEO place. Oh. That, what so was that, that like? Um, sounds like it's going to have heaper stories from it. <laughs> 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 no, it was a great, great place, but it's just I, focusing on that one thing is pretty like specialized, and it's not not really for me. Like I do mm -hmm. enjoy parts of it, but I don't want to be a specialist in it. So yeah, 
No, I feel like you could be. Yeah, I, I. There'd be something interesting about going in, learning, and then sort of moving on. Potentially, yeah. did you have like a careers counselor? What did like the careers counselor tell you to do when you were finishing school? Never went to one. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to one either. Like, do you think they're still well, around? They do it careers counselor still around? <laughs> No, they will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They because they get they get a list of what everyone's doing, and so mm-hmm. I never had anything to do with the careers counselor. But when <laughs> when I when I got the scholarship, she came up to me and she was like, she was like congratulating me on everything. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I've never. Josh, I think they're f- I think they're more for the dungers, mate. Like, uh, <laughs> do you think? I thought the people who are a bit sort of restless and and you know not the smartest in the building. Mm. Like, Sebs. I remember saying. If I want, if I want to become a career counselor, I'll speak to them. Otherwise, I think I'll find another option. <laughs> like, which oh makes sense. It's like you want to go to someone that's sort of an industry, industry person. Mm. It defeats the purpose of someone having spent a bunch of time mm. becoming a careers counselor. Oh, I heard it's, um, like, it's like a, it's a coach. The coach. Yeah. You know, well, this is probably the same pushback as the psych. But I heard Bree. Um, Bree tried for the first time having a psychologist um, on FaceTime, and yeah, so like changed, in, yeah. a lot of them have moved to telehealth. Um, telehealth, yeah. How'd she go? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was weird without getting because, personal. Well, because you can start to um, you, you hear bits and pieces. But you um, set up a microphone with an XLR <laughs> into the other room. You listen. No, I was FaceTiming Sebs at the time. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm she just my needs, name. She just needs earphones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like she almost wants me to hear it. Yeah, but I just she's so funny though. Like the um, the psych, like I'm, I think it's fine saying. Like she would really leans into, oh yeah, that person sounds like a real bitch. Like just like <laughs> just doubling down. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty pretty outrageous. Have you got like? Are you going back to the psych? When was the last time you went, TJ? Uh no, um, that was a couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. She's doing FaceTime. Doing uh, I think they're doing over the phone. I don't want. I don't want to do it over the phone. Mm-hmm. I want the full experience. Like I want in-person experience. This is the thing about, uh, you know, this coronavirus thing. Uh, what What do you think about like are the like doctors' appointments? A lot of them could go over the phone for the, especially when they don't have to touch you. They can talk to you, or you know, you can just explain your symptoms if you're just getting, you know. So I agree with that. But I think there are some things that are that are. You know, a better in person. Well, I heard I, a psychologist I, being one of them. When I was walking, like from the bedroom to the office, I just heard a glimpse of she's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's lovely." I'm looking out to the beach. I'm like, is this fucking psych? Like, how much are we paying to hear the psych talk about what she's doing on the weekend? Is this what it? Is this what it's all about? Uh, what's the vibe like with your psych? Like, is it what's the room like? Do you lay down? Do you sit up? No, nah, you don't lie down. You um, very comfy chair. Uh, he's a big oh, chair, like yeah. It was. It's a. It's like a. Deep, it's almost like a deep. king size one seater that you could have two on. It would be great for a cozy little couple, but it was just me on this Couple's big chair, counseling. and then she sits in her chair, and then um, out in the living, out in the waiting room, I could hear some, you know, music that she had on, which wasn't my choice. You know, I wouldn't ever pick that. It's kind of a bit like, slightly, slightly sad. <laughs> you know, like slightly operatic, like. Really um, you something you'd hear on an AM station if you just isn't that how you calm Bodhi down? Uh, no, that's the talking because a lot of the AMs oh, okay. talking. The, yeah, you're right, but I don't know the setting of being 
uh, somewhere to sort of talk about your feelings. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not down for that music. Mm. I don't know. I'd prefer zero music, to be honest. But she liked it. Anyway, I don't even focus on it. But one of the things last time I went, which just is a really sort of visual of, and it sort of made me, not a bit sad, but I, I looked down and I saw a bin. So I was like the first session. It was like 9 a.m. Obviously, she hadn't emptied the bin since the day before. Mm. And I saw, sure. and there was so many tissues. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, uh, first of all, I was like, oh, sick, yuck. Like, yuck, like sickness, yuck. Then I was like, oh, no, nah, they're tissues of tears, dude. Mm. It's like, and then yeah. I started feeling like sad about it. I was like, man, look at all those, those sad people. <laughs> might not have been. Someone might have just had hay fever. But I just saw this thing full of tissues. But anyway. Oh, so was nice it the experience. patients crying or was it the therapist crying? No, the no, no. The patient. I her not to cry, Sam. It would be a, hell. Really? Is that the deal? <laughs> well, I might, she might have had she might have, They might have had a breakdown at the end of the day. Like, I, I could have, sure. That would be so common because that would be such a hard job. Mm. Mate. Yeah, of course. It's draining. Being a PT was draining. Just like one-on-one doing 10 sessions in a day. You just feel... Because you... Listening to people, I couldn't imagine what it'd be like hearing people's deepest, darkest, you know, secrets and sadnesses. I, th- I would like to be a psych, but I don't know if I would have the <laughs> capaci- capacity to do the whole client. Oh, well, you got you tick one of the stuff. box. Click one of the t- tick one of the boxes. Is being a bit fucked up yourself, isn't that? <laughs> <one of> the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and you and you are like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of learning you have to do, right? But yeah, telling the client drama. That's one reason I'd want more friends. Not for the not for the actual drama between me and them, but I love being the friend. Like if you're having a fright fight with another friend, I'm happy to bitch. Double down on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm happy just to Talk be like, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, like this is bullshit. Yeah, they're like, annoying. Can, yeah, yeah. I can really lean into that. It's all their fault. Of, that's a lot of my <laughs> friendships are based on the demise of others. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit like you, George. You know, well, you um throw people under the bus. What, what were you saying the other day? <laughs> oh yeah, what was that Insta comment? <laughs> no, it's just that was just a call from because um, Bree was disappointed that I said wow on your on the on the post, and I said hey, I, I, I'll happily throw my friends under the bus um, <laughs> because to make myself to be fair, I, yeah. is that a yeah, trait? I no, it was a joke, guys. <laughs> oh, it was gear. It's gear, no, George. I get, it. I get it, George. I love that George does gear. I thought that your tongue had just gone out, but it was just your bottom lip. Shannon said that she's working in telehealth and it's just, very yeah, difficult. Shannon Wallace. Shannon, yeah, yeah, always pros and cons, but I can imagine it will change some things in health going forward from now. Yeah. And then Shannon Tilney says that she wants you, Josh, to go and experience it for yourself. Seeing a therapist, yeah, which you can't for a while, so you get a great excuse not to go to a one-on-one per like in person. Well, do you know who follows me on Instagram? Uh, Justin Dr. Bieber's uh, doc. Hang on, Cody, I'm sure this doc. Is, this is the same as uh, Neil Strauss, pickup artist. Oh yeah, well he uh, only followed following me for a you. day. No, so um, what's, what's the person's name? What are they? What's their name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Justin Bieber's. But that's the same he, guy that that does like. It, he's the one he that wears the blazer. A bit. He's not the Bieber's brain doctor. one. He's he's, he's Daniel uh, I guess he's Daniel Amen. Dan, Daniel Amen. Um, oh, no, maybe he was else. the coach. He, coach um, for what? 
uh, it's psych- like a mental like a coach. psychology. I'm, I'll look at. Let's see if he still follows. Why are me, following maybe you? we could get blue tick. Blue tick. Um, a Justin Bieber coach. Um, buzz is it? Yeah, buzz, buzz, buzz. Sounds buzz like handle Mingin. Buzz Mingin. Brain and behavioral health. Oh, let me check. Maybe it's not Buzz. Maybe is Buzz bald? No, no, no. Doctor Buzz. Let's have a look. Does he follow me still? Yeah, he follows. Hey, me. He's not bald. No, no, no. no. Doctor Buzz Mingin. Mental health services. Maybe I could how get you, um Doctor Buzz. How's he? How's he follow? Like, why does he follow you? Do you think? So I followed him in the early days when the Bieber doco came out. Like as soon as I saw it, I was YouTube like, or like he's doco from years and years ago. No, no, no. This is literally just the YouTube one, like oh, wow. two months ago. <coughs> and so maybe I could. Should I've I just followed him? I'm going to see if Buzz follows us. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, because maybe he could give us some some insights. But um, well, I mean, I'm sure I, he's. There's a part of me that could get into this whole uh, this faith thing, and getting all these um, <laughs> got a book on some like Tibetan shit. Um, hang on, let's have a look. Shit. Are you so mean Buddhism? Buddhism. Yeah, no, so I've got <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the book that I'm listening to at the moment going to bed. It's The Tibetan Yogas of Dreams and uh, Yogas, Dreams and Sleep. So I thought that that was interesting. I just got a um, actually a book that Matt Mullenweg recommended on Tim Ferriss's podcast all about the afterlife. And I just thought, oh, yeah. like, let's maybe... Um, Maybe my Start next rebrand that. after the chores could be sort of spiritual, you know? It's a little bit softly spoken. Requires a action. George. A bit <laughs> I've been getting, um, I was getting the Jehovah's Witness people coming to my door. Like, recently? They came twice. They, they, so they came twice, like, I reckon about a month apart, a couple of months ago. And I was just like talking to them, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Then didn't see him for about a month. Got a random letter in the, in the mail. And it was him. He sent me a he sent me a flyer in the mail with a handwritten note saying, yeah, "Sorry, because of coronavirus, I, c- I can't come round, all that stuff." So he here's the here's the flyer. Maybe we could hire like, him for VIP Gronks. Com- Maybe he could commitment. be <laughs> sending out flyers. They do, George, we got a we were getting handwritten stuff in St Kilda. There's um, yeah. it's big. I mean, they need it. They're putting in their hours. They need to get that pass they through are. to the other side. So they got to yeah. work the, work the street, work the hours. And so, TJ, long. on the psych thing, are you happy with your psych? How would you have you learnt anything about like working out the perfect person? Perfect person, as in the perfect psych. Do you like the like psych? The, I, I just I don't oh. know. I remember when I, mean, I went it, to Munich, I had a fight yeah. with the the lady at the hotel. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And there's, so there's something about uh, older Germans in their late fifties women that trigger me so i don't want like a that sort of vibe that's definitely some kind of like <laughs> deep deep in your dna from mm. you know your dutch Being days dutch or something yeah 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 something no, i just said no there was something about her no, i get it i don't know she i get it you like, might have she, a teacher that you didn't like and it's that kind of person tr- triggers you but think about the people these these people are in a position it's a lot of effort to become a psychologist mm. and so if it's if it's not, if they're not for you, they're not for you. I I can take what do I I have taken a bunch of stuff that this lady has um, sort of 
communicated to me, which I how does well, she dish it up? Is she like this is a this she's is pointing a out? She's like you know like um, anxiety can show itself in control, control of your environment, control of your relationship, and that's uh, I hadn't thought about it like that. So it's like it doesn't matter who the person is. you got to be open, and so you can be open if you're open to anybody. I'm sure there's stuff that they could tell you or that you know from listening and sharing with you that resonates and so that's and so all the is. difference between a book like what do you reckon the the main difference between the book like reading a book about these things and then Connection. having it sort of yeah said to you i think it's uh, when you're when you're in your own head and and you're trying to make sense of it all like i think that's the biggest problem we have is like we're too smart we're trying to work all this shit out ourselves in our own mind and so there is a time where all of our communicating lives. to somebody <laughs> trying to yeah communicating your thinking to somebody and then mm. them asking targeted questions the book the book's only asking the question that's on the page and they're not having a chance to you know go off course or say say it in a different way so so then do you feel that the psychic gives you things that then now you're implementing day to day or like you catch yourself well it's like a, it's like a form of mindfulness when when you uh aware that you're being controlling in your environment and then you're like fuck it i'm anxious and that's a realization so it's like they're just they can be strategies or they can just be little they're like um like i i'm I'm thinking about my mum now because i don't really like she said don't talk about this stuff but i was like maybe i have something around suicide like i've had a lot of people in my life commit suicide you know um some people have had none i've had a handful of people five five or six close people to me i'm like i hadn't thought about that maybe i have a thing about suicide as in like it it, it's quite like emotive for me because i i had a tear in this session talking about something and i was like where the fuck did that come from dude and Mm. i was like then i had a moment to think about it where i was vulnerable enough to cry in front of this person talking about something which i won't say but i was like fuck dude like that is definitely something that i have not connected the dots to be it's like you get through it you know your friend kills himself you're like fuck it's it is hard or whatever but it's like when you don't look at it like yeah maybe there is there's a there's a worry of people in my life then doing that so it's like that makes total sense but that was another realization that i had i had fucking two sessions and i had heaps of great stuff that i've since realized and so that's why it's like do it do it so does that then does that pressure then leave you do you think after you have that moment i think if you if you can be uh, i don't think it's i don't think it leaves you it just gives you a it's like if you what's the best way of describing it when you become aware of something you can't not then be aware of it and so it gives you another perspective or it gives you the chance to be more observational on your state, your natural state, so you, your natural inclination, or your you you know being anxious about stuff, and then it's like it's almost mindfulness. It is a form of mindfulness where you're you've been equipped with the knowledge about something that you do in your behaviour naturally, or you know a patterning, and then you're like, then you have another opportunity to work on that 
at a different perspective or a different level, if that makes sense. Do you feel that most of your stuff is from when you were younger or this, or is it? Oh, I think definitely. I think it, I think it all, I think we're forming yeah, the formative years of your life, you know, up until you're 25. Mm-hmm. It's when your brain for a male is in its development stage. Um, does it so, yeah, change your it parenting style, do you think? Changing my parenting style. So if you know the impact, do you then worry about the things, that, the way that you parent will then impact the way Bodhi is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bodhi stopped drinking red wine. I thought, you know, <laughs> I had to cut him off. During the week. No, but no, definitely. I mean, but this is the thing, the lying thing that I said, kid, mm-hmm. like you think having children make you think about stuff in a different way that you would never bother thinking about when you're not, don't have a kid. It's not right or wrong, but it's just no, no need to think about. It's like the swearing around children. You don't, I I haven't given a shit until I had a kid. And then I'm like, I think about it more. It's not that I don't swear around him, but it's like, it makes you, gives you another perspective. You know, it's, um, yeah, but yeah, definitely. It's, um, parenting's tough, dude. Sebs, do you mm. feel like, like, I feel like you're pretty, like, you're not, I don't know what the word is, like, pretty level. You're a bit like okay. George in some ways. I mean, okay. like, how do you, like, the, the things like, like, I guess part of it with the psychology thing is, what, why do people go to a psychologist? I feel like for the most part, it takes friction to get to a point where it's like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling like I need, like who goes to a PT unless they want to change something, right? So, so Sev's for someone who seems from the outside pretty neutral or whatever, how do you view psychologists and mental health? Um, yeah. For, I mean, for, for me, I, f- I feel like I... I mean, I, th- I think it'd be beneficial and i'd love to try it but i like i i sort of have those realizations or 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 things like that talking to i don't know you or or the people around me like it's it's usually those conversations where people ask me how i'm going and then once i've got once i've said that it's like i can open up Mm -hmm. but sort of like without that initial question asking me how i'm going then it's like, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really want to communicate it. But as soon as that gate's open, then I'm, I'm pretty happy to communicate how I'm feeling or things that I'm thinking about. And so, I guess getting that feedback from different people once mm. that question's asked is, is sort of like my version of the the psychologist. But is that yeah, like I think the book thing though is that not like is um nah because I it's. I think it goes what it goes back to what TJ was saying around like the personalization of it. Like it, there, those questions are going to be more targeted, and I, I don't I don't get as much out of books as I do having conversations with people around me. Like mm-hmm. the I would just say there, there's I had something more... about Sorry, yeah, there's something about being in person that I don't know whether it's like yeah, you're more you're probably able to question yourself a little bit more in the moment or or be a little bit more mm. truthful because you've got someone there who's you know waiting for an answer or they've put time into asking the question for you so you need to you know I don't know be truthful or actually explore it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I reckon I had more penny drop moments than I've had reading 
books in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And I've read probably one book. So no, but I like to be honest, I have for just even just reading Harry Potter. Other than other than the meditation content I've been consuming, mm-hmm. but I still feel like these are these the things I you know have light bulb moments listening to meditation content still isn't like embodied. It's not personal. It might be just mm. like oh that makes so much sense blah blah blah, which is quite easy to get from a book. You're like yeah I'm really resonating with this, but it how often are they challenging you? Are they specific to you? And um, and being in a safe space where somebody is able to be on your side, but also and and also, so this the without specifics on what she said, but it was like I felt this moment in this session where she um, was very much understanding who I am or how I operate. And the the challenge that I was up against, and it was just the acknowledgement of that that made me feel like comforted or made me acknowledge the situation even more so. Which I don't get from a book because there's not that person on the other end saying, "Yeah." So I'm what I'm hearing is so. Is this. it reassurance and then? Do you think that the psych gives you that, reassurance? That that specific point was a level of reassurance, but. You only connect the reassurance when you understand that it's like when you observe that she's identified and she's been listening and has understood where I'm coming from, how I am, how I feel like I am and how I think. And she's identified these things. And so it was a moment where it was it, it was nice. And so that's just one of the bits. It's not the whole session in itself. It's just a moment mm. where you feel understood, which... It's not that I don't have people around me understanding, but I think to your point, Sevs, the reason I bring this up is you speak to Josh about your thing. Josh has got his things. He understands you, but it's also the relationship you guys have is a work relationship that's formed into a fr- like it's all of that history, right? It's yeah. not a non-biased, non, you know, Josh understands you a lot in circum in, in specific circumstances. It's not a I don't want to say not judgment free. I'm not saying you're well, judging I th- Josh, but I, but I feel, feel like, like that's there's part a- of the, like that's the, I think as being a friend, being able to switch perspectives potentially and being like, okay, it's almost like in some ways a choose your own adventure, which is like, this is, this is my perspective from this thing or even a question. Like if you ask a question that is coming from a place of your own bias or hey, I'm asking you this question because I think that you should do this, but recognize that I'm only thinking that yeah. you should do this because that's how I've done something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, friendship, friendships serve and you're, and what you're talking about, Sev, serves, but the, it's it's not comparable to that of a highly trained I'm not the replacement psychologist. of the therapist. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Highly trained psychologist. And I never said I is, was, to be clear. I'm, I'm not. No, said, but said, uh, yeah, I'm just using an example because I think we could easily say, we've got that friend that we talk to about everything. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. like there is that unconditional, you know, listening and, um, and love that someone can part with and share with you. Not saying that's what I had, but... Yeah, it's pretty. It, it's pretty special, and I think that's why it's worth trying. It's worth mm-hmm. trying. Mm. Lara says on the live chat, I think self-help books are good for surface issues, um, perhaps areas you just want to improve. But our minds are powerful and complicated, and you need an expert to help navigate it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, George. What's your perspective on this stuff? 
I mean, I've never been to a psychologist uh, outside before. of speaking to me. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think my pretty much my whole family has. But my um, I mean, under my the bus, stepdad. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's fine. Like my my stepdad was a a psych for twenty five years. So wow, oh, really? There was, um, lots of yeah. So does I've he? Come do you feel like of, he ever? puts on his psych hat like do you do psychologists sort yeah. of yeah for sure he doesn't like talking about it much like you know he doesn't want people to really know that about him in case they sort of mm-hmm. judge him mm-hmm. uh you know when they meet him or whatever but um so i've sort of come from like two different father figure families i guess one who's a psych very open and and you know a psychologist and the other one who's probably more closed and doesn't talk about his feelings much. Mm-hmm. So for me, this year it's been about um, yeah bringing those conversations forward with friends mm-hmm. and and colleagues and partner and all that sort of thing. And it's been awesome. So I want to do more of it. I reckon I yeah I reckon I'd enjoy a psychologist session. Mm-hmm. I reckon it'd be good. There is something in um, there is something in sort sorry, of like Mace. articulating it. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, this is probably the one time we're seeing George fired up. <laughs> he seems fired up To be yeah, honest This is yeah, yeah. Not your traditional fired up But he seems fired up <laughs> Yeah there Very is I, There is something like Being able to Like as a Like just on that Books versus like Actually talking to someone It's the whole like Writing is thinking Or speaking is thinking Being able to actually Articulate what you're What you're saying Sort of I, it helps you understand what you're feeling and and puts thoughts together. So I think that's that's mm-hmm. that's probably one reason why I prefer talking to people over just books. Yeah, and then we can call. Uh, they can also be the one to call bullshit on the crap we're spinning in our own head because that's the reality too. We form these absolute mm. wild narratives for our own mind, which we all do it. It's. Um, but do you think like part of it? Like for me, it's been like my the trying not to think too much like like i feel like my life has been thinking that i need to improve like self like if you think about how obsessed i am outside of the psych stuff like in regards to everything being non-fiction feeling like i need to improve Mm. going from diet to diet like for me i feel like my benchmark has always been i need to improve i'm not good enough yet i need to keep going i wonder if there's also the other option which is removing all of the the judgment from the what what we do how we do things like for me those moments yeah. of being able to be like you know what today like i am going to do this thing or i'm going to do absolutely nothing or i'm not going to um you know finish this piece of work but i'm also not going to be guilty yeah i think there's a faux satisfaction to um you know, the, someone who identifies as a personal help junkie, which I've definitely like go to a bookstore. I love like the, you know, the real shit. I don't like the fake stuff. You know, you're like that, Josh. And I've, and I, you know, buy the book in the past. I've felt like the satisfaction before I've done any fucking work. And I think there's a big group of people that fall into that camp of they don't do the work. They buy the book and they feel like they have done part of it. Mm. But Josh, what you just laid out there is the ultimate to go to a therapist or psychologist and say, this is what I want to work on. Like that is, Mm -hmm. I didn't have that 
strong a fucking thing that I presented to the person. I just said, I want to work. That's why I almost feel like it's hard is because I've got all these hypotheses around what I think it is to then pick one. one. They'll work it out. Yeah. Because I think part of it is like, like there's a million different narratives, which, because like, I think that that's like part of it is like, we are, we're not single dimensional, like we're not one dimension. And so I do wonder about like, if someone gets me on one day, they might be like, oh, that guy's very serious or he's got the, or like (laughs) if they see me within the context of getting work done and being focused, they might get one version of me, but then they might hear me doing dick jokes and having that side of it. And so I just wonder how I can possibly, because I feel like part of it is this anxiety around I need to give them context Mm. for everything. Yeah. You don't. But that, like you I just, I- you've thought too hard about that in itself. Mm. You, it literally, if you went with one, they like one thing, they're going to talk to you. This is where we don't, if we could, if you can say you have faith that we have the answers inside, but right now we might not have the answer. And so then this person can guide and ask questions that can help you discover an internal answer. And so what but, are we seeking when we go to, when we do any of this stuff, even read pick up a book, what are we trying to do? Oh, some sort of peace. Like it's stillness. Like I think meditation, mindfulness, there's a there's a deep yearning for <clears throat> stillness and less pain. Mm. And pain and like pain's quite a triggering word. It doesn't mean, you know, you bung elbow or or your extreme mental ill health it could just be this the the waterfall of thoughts that just consume you for a day and so it's you know finding that and that's why people find things like um, activities that get you into a flow state that feel like you've disconnected from that overthinker and attached to something very specific and something you can just sort of makes you feel like there's there's you know narrow and there's not much you know there's not a whole bunch of other stuff it's like removes you from what is the mind and that is the thing like most of us are struggling most of us are having too many thoughts you know not that there's going to be less but it's just we're just we're just swimming in this world of thought and you know can be and can lead to pain not Mm. always but I mean, that's the fucked up thing, right? It's like, when have you had more than two days of just bliss? It's like, even when you are working on yourself, you still f- slip back into it. And so it is just a constant, constant not battle. I think that's a bit negative. It's a constant, prog- you know, constant work in progress. And so, George, when from not having those conversations versus going into the conversations, what does it on the other side what's the difference personally uh it's uh it's i mean i I always think back to what um you know what ryan was saying at the 500 party no not 500 ryan's your guru right (laughs) ryan (laughs) sheldon is your lady brains event yeah 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 Yeah, the lady brain yeah um he said it's all you know you you go into these conversations thinking they're going to be really bad and then they come out and the, the other person isn't going to be 
isn't going to react the way you think you're building up this story in your mind and all that. Um, mm. So I think having those conversations, once you get the ball rolling, like Sevs was saying, once it starts happening and you can just keep going, keep going, keep going and just trying not to, I guess, hold anything back because now, now that you're in, just, just you don't want to finish the conversation and two days later be like, oh, I was going to say that bit, but I just, you know, did, decided not to. Why do you think we don't say it? Don't know. Maybe because the conversation is going well, and you don't want to ruin it with an extra extra bit or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the psychology stuff, like also, I remember, <laughs> I remember him saying this on uh, on his podcast. It's it's the days where you you're feeling great. You've woken up, had a walk, gone, had a coffee. Like you, you go, oh, I'm going to go into this session. I've got nothing to say. I'm having a great day. Everything's good. And those are the ones that are the best ones. That's what he reckons. Mm. So, Yeah, well, because it, it's then uncovering the stuff. Like, it's not the first thought then. It's the second or the third or the stuff that's actually mm. that little bit more layered. Mm. Yeah, I don't know Which what... Then uh, that's, that's, that's the answer, Josh, for you, right? Mm. It's like one go in with one thing. Mm. doesn't mean that you f- you're not fixed to the idea that you need to fix this thing. Yeah. It could be... You know, it's, uh, the, you know, something from your childhood. Who knows? Fuck, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's so funny how I, I really think that the, the pu- part of the pushback maybe is like when growing up and being told it's like that was almost the threat growing up is like when I was misbehaving, it's like we're going to go take you to the psych, you're going to get on ADHD, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're done. And so I think that potentially that's part of it <laughs> where it's done. like, yeah, if, totally. If that, was the, if that was the threat growing up around like we're going to get you mm. meted up because you're misbehaving too much. Like, I, yeah, because I don't understand the pushback. I feel like for someone who's – because I'm a people pleaser, it's sort of annoying because it's like everyone says go to the psych. But, it's just like, but I'm also – I love a bit of pushback. And so I, I feel like p- part of me, it's like I want to do it on my terms. But um, yeah, I don't know. Are we doing another announcement that you're the psych guy now? No, I'm not. No, I don't know. Too much like, fuck. Can you have in your bio, in therapy? (laughs) Maybe if I did it in a podcast, maybe maybe if I get a psych that would be, could do it. Maybe Justin Bieber. (laughs) Get Buzz. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Buzz went to Justin Bieber's launch party. So he's into the rah-rah, which I appreciate. Yeah, as much, is, <laughs> as much as I push back on my mum saying, don't talk about your experience at the psychologist, which I think, you know, I think I'm, I, I think over the years I've worked out what I want to share and what I don't and have, you know, having that filter there, I think you're great at it too, Josh. Um, it's, uh, it is a personal experience. Like, you know, I'm not telling you specific details about the stuff, but because it's not needed, but it's your, it is a part of the, healing or part of the process is it's all about you josh it's like you don't want that fucking yeah which i think is weird i think childhood on it's it's this weird thing i think of um i don't know but to say like i'm not going to compare it to retail shops but i hate (laughs) i hate going into a shop and having someone like specifically focus on oh what about try this or that or it's like yeah maybe there is something like this is performative. Like there is a 
performative nature or it is something that it feels yeah. like the purpose of this is to make other people feel good. Whereas mm. potentially the idea of doing, yeah, I don't know. I think what you've just talked about there is uh, pushing back on un- uh, feeling uncomfortable because that's what it's mm. going to make you feel. Mm. And that's okay. It's annoying shit that helps us is uncomfortable, you know, mm-hmm. hard conversations, tough things, exercise that's hard, you know, it all just comes with such benefit on the mm-hmm. other side. But to say that you enjoy in the midst of something super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, is, is, is a bit crazy. Because I think what anyone who's describing, yeah, I love the pain is actually talking about the, on the other side of the pain is like this euphoria, right? I don't necessarily think people are that into pain. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the knowledge of pain equals something that is pleasurable, you know, or peace, or you know. Wonder what it's like. Like, um, I think about psychs. I'm like, it's a luck. It's it. It feels like a luxury. What a. I wonder if you think about third world countries, or you think people that aren't necessarily as well off or you think about people that are you know like uh have nothing but they're happy i wonder about like um the we've almost cre- like the modern society has created this like industry or this thing that we we need need to do have you thought about any of that sort of stuff yeah well um this uh, i can't remember a girl she has a, a podcast called the happiness lab and she she works at Yale and as a lecturer and she was talking about the the most fucked up bit is that people with privilege are usually the ones that are uh, uh, are feeling like they haven't got anything or the, they're in pain. I can't remember how she put it, but it was a really good point. It's like mm. pointing to the fact that just because you achieve stuff or have things or have been given shit isn't isn't happiness it doesn't equate to happiness and she was saying the research is saying that they're the ones that have usually got a lot of problems Mm. which which yeah and so it doesn't quite speak to what you said we just hear about lots of like so if you think about celebrities or you think about hollywood you've got people who are have access to the best doctors the best psychs the best everything and um, there's still a lot of fucked up stuff that mm. goes on. And so, I, like, I just find it interesting. Like, it's definitely not sort of dis- discrediting the, the value of it. But I also just think that there's, um, yeah, I just, I wonder about the, the industry. So, like, maybe I'm, like, overly sceptical of the whole, um, the fact that why is it so expensive to go to see a psych, um, why why yeah. does why does the psych have, uh, you know, a beach house and all of that sort of stuff? Like, what's why do we why do we put so much in that? I guess like you could say education or whatever, but there's a lot of people who are essential services yeah, or whatever. Why don't teachers have a beach yeah. house? And so, like, I just oh. I just wonder about like that's where I go into. I know that that's not productive. But I do yeah. go into that sort of sceptical thing of like, oh, like this is a, this is an hourly, you know, 200 buck an hour thing or whatever it is. Yeah, I said that to the, I said to the psychologist, because it was like, what, 100, 160 bucks a session or something? 
And then you get like, you know, majority of that cost me about 60 bucks for the session, I think. But I said, you know, I've got no money. But I'm saying, what the fuck do people who have no money, what do they do? And they're probably the ones that are in a lot of pain as well. It's not a... in, it's not just like people who can afford this are the only ones that have any problems to fix. It's like, now nah, there's probably, you know, severe unhappiness and, you know, pain going on in people that don't have the capacity to even go through the process to get this kind of help. Mm. And she says, yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah, I think that's where it's... That's, you think it's for I don't everyone? Think that, is, I think, is a, but I think a you're in a... Like, do you think Sorry, it is for everyone? Do you think it's the, a universal thing that will... Um, well, yeah, like it is the closest to? thing to be universal based on we all have a mind, mm-hmm. we all have thoughts, we all experience and process pain, happiness, all of these emotions, and we're not equipped necessarily with the skills to um, to deal with the shit that is handed to us. Mm. or that we create and so that's where it is and that's like is meditation for everyone maybe not mindfulness as a concept is i think universal in that we all have a mind and it's how do we how do we perceive what we're experiencing and can we be observant on that and i think that is a quality that can be universal Mm. it's not to say that you need to practice every day every day but i think there is astounding benefits in being more observant and and um, and sort of pulled back from your state to observe it. Mm. And I so, appreciate yeah, you talking like, about it because I think it is like it is one of those things where it is personal and and probably um, mm. you talking about it benefits everyone else more than it benefits you. Mm. So, thank you for talking about it. No worries. Thank you. Awesome. All right, it's a daily talk show. Anything else, George? We gonna we gonna say something there? No, you disagree. No, anything. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Um, uh, the VIP Gronks, it's happening. Get WhatsApp installed. We're working on it now. Uh, we're not doing a theme, are we? For for not this, this Friday, not, just not this Friday. The following Friday, I'm sure. We'll, um, yeah. Oh, we guys, sorry. Party. I've um, I've actually given Campbell, uh, the official role of Friday night drinks promo vid guy. Oh, great. Are you happy with that? Great. Yeah. Does he have he glow sticks? Drink I'll cards? give him an award. Yeah, I don't know. He's, just, he he's got a lot of power. And so he's been drinking for days after I told him. It's um, it's a bit <laughs> full on, to be honest. <laughs> well, we're getting into the... Uh, Bree's already looked up Aperol, uh, Aperol Spritz. We're going to be doing that. Oh, yeah. She was oh, telling nice. me about that. Are you going to join that, Seb? Are you going to do the Aperol? Yeah. I, I just have... I, I got to go down to the shop and get some. Well, you got a few. What I, I like... Oh, that's Bray a bloody mission. Yeah, that's a good mission. What I like about Aperol is that it's cheap. I don't think it's it's not like a it's not fifty bucks a bottle like tequila. What is it? How much is it? Let me just thirty five for the pack. Oh, Matt, that's cheap as chips compared to how much did you pay for your tequila, Georgie boy? Fifty five or something. Aperol's not very strong though, so you probably want to get a a, two bottles. Yeah, who needs Jesus. a psych when you've got Aperol spritz? Right. Be and and it's and it's also Monday, guys. We've still got nine <laughs> shows to do before that one. Um, I do wonder about the alcohol thing. I'm sure we'll dial it in eventually. We'll. Uh, I don't think. I think Aperol is going to be a bit of a game changer for you. I don't think it will be like what happened the other day. 
Well, I fell asleep <laughs> in um, uh, Venice on it. Bree and I uh, had um, cheap, I think it was three euro Aperols. And oh, um, yeah. this is when we just started drinking and we went into a um, piazza. And um, so I had to sit, I was like, let's sit down because I'm feeling a little bit funny. And then we like closed our eyes for a bit. It's good fun. Yeah, but I mean, that's very a uh, European experience. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds, sounds magical to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Had that an Aperol, nice. fell asleep in sort of, Venice. Yeah, it was beautiful. Grace says Aper- she loves Aperols. Um, Shannon says absolutely not. They can get in the bin. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah, you need you need to also get prosecco as well and soda water to make the spritz. <coughs> and so and also you're going to need prosecco for pack? Wednesday. Oh yeah, get the pack. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, I don't know what the pack is. Right. No, well, I don't know. It's, I think it's from <clears throat> Bree. Did say you have to buy prosecco. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that'd be nice. Oh, I might do those too. Hey, um, should we just push through till four PM's episode and just keep going? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much there. The, Otherwise, um, we'll see you in like two and a half, three and a half hours. What do we want to just very quickly? What do we want to do for episode seven hundred? It's ha- what's happening very soon. Uh, when oh, is like that? Days Sunday. Away. No, I. Th- so I think it's f- actually. I think it's uh, not the coming Friday, oh. but the following Friday. Actually, it'd be less than oh. eleven days because we we but do two it, shows it a day. Sunday? What's episode? Is it eighty nine? But says so, is it a Friday? Oh no, because maybe I didn't do two. Hang on, 91. give me a sec. It's um. Oh, no. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's not Friday. Hang on, we can we can take this offline. I think it's Sunday. No, yeah, sure. we'll take this offline. But okay. yeah, good to start maybe thinking it about Sunday. it. Um, Sunday sesh. Great. Boring you. day. <laughs> you say right, boring mate. day. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday for seven hundred. Ah, it's okay. Ah, oh, yeah. You can make it entertaining. Yeah, we can make it fun. Okay. Yeah, It'd be George. nice to do something. I could be wrong. I have to look. Fresh. Do it's the math. Te- it's right, a, guys. Yeah, 11 days. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. It's it's Daily Talk Show. See you in uh, uh, three hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well done. Bye. Bye.